All right, everybody, and welcome once again to the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. I'm Mike Parker, your, your host for the week, and uh, Artie's out, so uh, we want to wish him well. Everything's fine from uh, from everybody's understanding as we continue down this uh, uncertain path. And what do they always say? Uncertain times and uh, unprecedented moment in history, you know. But from what I understand, everything's Artie's doing great. He just he's just too busy to join us today. But we wanted to get a podcast under the belt. As we have some, uh, we have some some cool news to share about EBC, and uh, you know, while we're some some parts of uh, central Pennsylvania are starting to you know to reopen here under our governor's uh, stay-at-home order here shortly because of this COVID-19 deal, you know, other parts of the company are still sort of stifled right now, and you know, the the future is a little uncertain as to when we'll be able to get back into our favorite. Appalachian Brew Pub and everything else, but uh, there are some success stories and things that we're learning along the way, uh, and that's why we, we're bringing in another uh, a, a member of the ABC family here today. It's Dave Talaxcala. He is the brewery operations manager, and I welcome you via our uh, Zoom call here today, Dave. How you doing, man? I'm good. How about yourself? I'm hanging in there, hanging in there, working every day, uh, working from the basements of the home. I uh, got a couple yeah. of got a third grader and a fifth grader typically upstairs that I sometimes have to like you know knock take a broomstick and and say shut up you know I'm trying to work down here other than that there it's pretty cool how about you I'm good it's just like having roommates again isn't it it's just a pain <laughs> no but they're they're good same thing we got two kids so but everyone's healthy so I, I absolutely cannot complain so. no well that's the biggest thing and, and you know we we talked our last episode if you're new to the podcast or you know, um, the last episode was was uh, we were pretty fresh into this thing uh, around the beginning of April, and you know we talked to Artie, we talked to uh, Jack down in Florida, but just sort of about like how how guys were hanging and what we were thought, and and some of the things they said at the time. You know, we were we weren't sure how long this was going to last. It's going to be a couple of weeks. Well, I think we're pretty sure right now that we're we're sort of in this for the long haul as far as. We're, we're definitely in the months phase as far as like when things could possibly get back to normal. And we're all getting a little bit more of an understanding as to, you know, like why certain things occurred and why we might, you know, why restaurants were still aren't able to really operate in the same way. But, um, you know, we, we did it in, a, in essence to, not to flood the system uh, like the healthcare system. And now a lot of people now that we've now that we've seen that you know we didn't do that and we didn't overwhelm our hospitals and stuff a lot of people are anxious to get get back to work. What's what's your situation? You've been working from home and will you uh you know you starting to get some of those days in the office again cuz that's sort of my experience. Yeah, so you know fortunately I've been able to uh to work from home and uh commute to the office as needed. Um, just trying to do what everyone else is doing. It's just balance work and home life. Um, you know, my wife is still working, fortunately. Um, so it is a blessing to be able to work from home, but it also comes with its challenges, especially having a uh, six-year-old and an eight-month-old. But uh, like like I said before, it's um, it, it absolutely could be worse. So I uh, will take that. Right, one of the benefits. Well, they're calling it the quarantine fifteen, right? I know you're pretty. You're if you've never met Dave, he's like uh, he's like Lou Ferrigno, uh, except you know, like he, he's like or you know Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's got a pretty good physique, right? You're you're into fitness and stuff, right? 
Yeah, a little bit. You know, I try to stay. I got to keep up with the young ones. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is, uh, you know, it, it is hard, you know, being at home. There's snacks everywhere. Oh, I mean, my what, gosh. I mean, how am I supposed to not eat them? But yeah. uh, it's just discipline, and it's even tougher when you got awesome beer in the fridge. So. Well, the t- that's what, and I just wanted to get to that because it's one of yeah. the things during the day. It's business as usual. It's, you know, it's phone calls and emails and conference calls. And every trip up the stairs for me, up into the you know what I, the real world up there, where I can actually see what it, you know the type of day it is out of window. I don't have windows in my basement at the moment. I, I haven't covered up and uh, to, in the winter time to keep like uh, I live in an older house. But when I go upstairs, I'm like, oh, it's 70 degrees and sunny today. It's beautiful. And then, but uh, one thing I do find is uh, after hours, it's nice. I'm going to reach in there, David. So what's what are you drinking? That's always one of the questions we ask on the podcast. So I'm absolutely uh, enjoying this Argyle sweater. You know, I don't know if the guys have mentioned or if you've heard, but we've made some changes to uh, to make the beer even better. Uh, we've increased the hops. It is an absolutely true to the style New England IPA, just super hazy, tons of flavor, and goes down really smooth. So awesome! And I have got the uh, the predecessor, uh, one of the original IPA. I've got the, I got the Hoppy Trails. And never, uh, never disappoint. So to that, Dave, I, my friend, I say cheers. Cheers. There you go. All right. Even though that's a candle, because I only have one cup here. Yeah, I, I was cheersing <laughs> my a pint glass and a candle that I have here at my desk. That's uh, it, for for uh, podcast purposes, that's what we call audio engineering. So, all right. So let's talk about your job. First of all, um, what do you what do you do for Appalachian Brewing Company? We know the guys who. Uh, you know, make the beer and uh, make the food and uh, serve the food and everything else. But what, what is, what would you get, let's get down and gritty. What, what's your job description as brewery operations manager? So, you know, as you know, with everyone else in our company, you know, we all wear many hats. Um, we all have to get the job done. So for me, what that means is I oversee all of the production operations on our uh, brewery side, the soda side, and then now the distilled spirit side. Uh, pretty much just got, uh, you know, responsible for the procurement uh, and making sure the ingredients are available, keeping inventory in check, um, forecasting, planning production. Uh, definitely enough to keep me busy. Uh, but like I said, we all we all do different things, uh, but I, it, it makes it, it's awesome coming to work every day because every day is different. All right. No two days are the same. So put it this way. If there's a factory, uh, are you the boss? You kind of everybody's. So, um, I'd be the boss. Yeah. Okay. So you run the you run the factory. So you under beneath you you've got guys who are who are brewing beer and also distilling spirits. Yep. Everything. Yep. Okay. All right. And then down to like bottling and canning and everything else. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, you know, from the warehouse staff to the to the brewers. You know, every every aspect I'm involved with. Um, just got to keep everything coordinated, organized. Not that it wasn't before, but. Um, you know, that's that's definitely something that I enjoy doing. I think it's helped out. So what, what kind of background do you come from that gets you into something that you say, this is something that I have a knack for? Like, is your closet really clean? It's, you know? It is clean, but I will have to say that's because of my wife. So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I actually come from production. Um, you know, coming out, I my first job was at Miller Coors down in Virginia. So seeing that operation really got really piqued my interest it's just i mean that 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 uh production is on a whole nother level but um you know did that for a little bit then moved up to pennsylvania 
uh, worked at Swiss Premium Dairy for about 10 years, uh, did production supervising there. Um, so this is just, it's what I know, it's, and it's what I enjoy, and it's what I'm good at. So Yeah, well, that's good. That's good to know. It would, it would not be something that I'm, see, I'm easily distracted. So for me, a creative, not to say, because, you know, you're probably, you know, like your job is sort of like, I keep things on track, I put out fires, I, I hold people accountable, I probably hire a bunch of people, I, I look for people, what does this person do well, what if that person's out today, how do I replace with that person, all those things are, like, that's like 20 things going on at once, and I like to, but the, the way my world seems to work, and the way my brain works is, I go into the day thinking, today's just a new day, and I don't necessarily have a plan, things just get thrown at me all day long, I try to stick to one task, but there's usually about 50 other tasks that end up, and some of them jump to the front of the line. Other ones, I say that can wait till tomorrow. But I mean, I'm also I, I tend to I tend to forget things occasionally. You know, I mean, so you run into that stuff, and I mean, what's on a daily basis? Are those? I always have to have something that is sort of creative at the end of the day, where I say I set out with nothing, and now I have this for you. I imagine a lot of days sort of do look the same, and you leave, in some sense, the creativity up to other people, or do you get creative in, in the way that you manage the operation? No, so as far as being creative, and I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not creative at all. Um, <laughs> I am an organized, by-the-book kind of guy, um, but w what I do on a daily basis, um, yes, I like to have a plan, but what I've learned in production uh, is it never goes according to plan. So there's always something to do, something that, you know, a fire to put out, um, adjustments, you know, just kind of rolling with it. And that's the other part of, you know, my personality is that that's something that I thrive with is I, if something's wrong, then let's fix it. How do we, how do we take care of it? You know, I got someone out. Well, you know, what do we got to do to take care of that? So, um, yeah, no, it's, I, at the end of the day, you know, it's, it, I have a plan. Whether it goes that to that according, you know, I'm. Yeah. It's it all depends on how the day goes. So. So I've always found with with bosses uh, that there's two types of bosses. There's probably more than that, but if I can break it down real simply, there's the guy you have to work for, and there's the guy you want to work for. And what that means is, well, that's my boss, and I want I need this job, and I'm going to put up with his crap no matter what. And there's also, you know what, I want to do a really good job because I know that he's also doing, you know, busting his butt. And uh, which one are you, Dave? Honestly, are you are you a combination of both? No, so I, I, I'm absolutely um, someone that I've, I've learned that in each uh, – place I've been in I've always been a younger guy having to lead you know older older men who've been there men and women who've been in the production for years and have that and I've had to prove myself and you know when you're an up-and-coming you know manager the the best way to get uh the respect is to go in there and to do the dirty work or you know do, do whatever needs to be done to get the job but also maintaining a positive attitude because that stuff is absolutely infectious so right. that's uh, that's that's where I like to believe I am, and I'm a big sports guy, so um, you know leadership is always something that has almost come naturally to me. Well, I knew the answer to that one. I just wanted to see what you'd say because honestly, <laughs> I wasn't sure if I'd have to do some editing because I was like, no, no, that's the wrong answer. No one's gonna uh, answer. You <laughs> answered correct. You've chosen wisely, sir. <laughs>
All right, so a little bit of news here that come out of the, uh, you know, the company today. I have a press release before me here in my, uh, here in my hands. Uh, sound effect. All right, so here, here's the hot, hot off the presses. It says, uh, press release, Appalachian Brewing Company. Here it is. Appalachian Brewing Company, known for creating incredible craft products today, announced that the company has achieved certification under the prestigious Safe Quality Food Program for Manufacturing, a global food safety initiative, benchmarked food safety standard. It says the SQF, Safe Quality Food Program for Manufacturing, SQF, is a globally recognized food safety standard administered by the Safe Quality Food Institute and National Sanitation Foundation. All right, so widely considered uh, prestigious and rigorous requirements for this. Tell me, for what for what I'm reading here, so now ABC is now SQF, like certified? What, I mean, what? tell me, put that into layman's terms for me. What, do, what does that mean? Yeah, so what, and it, what it actually... Uh, what it boils down to is it's specifically for our craft soda side or mechanics for plant. Um, for us to become um, SQF certified, that it, like it mentioned in that press release, mm-hmm. it was an absolute rigorous four months just trying to get this thing up and up um, and started from the, the ground up. But um, what that what it means now is it's just going to give us an opportunity to uh, to get into bigger stores uh, up and down the East Coast. Uh, you know, we're already in your your local chains, Wise, Wegmans, Target, Walmart, um, Carnes, but uh, mm-hmm. this will give us the opportunity to hopefully get into you know the, the Costco's of uh, the United States. That just who who it's actually a requirement that they look for is gotcha. whether or not you have an SQF certification. So cool. well, that makes a lot of sense because look, here's the here's the deal. There, there are people I'm sure who are making incredible products. Uh, in small batches in their basement and serving them to themselves and their family and their friends, like like good home brewers or people who just happen to know how to have an old fashioned root beer recipe and they they do it and they make it in their basement and it's the best stuff you've ever tasted and and so you know that's cool but that doesn't mean that I can just start a, a production to make you know to basically uh, make hundreds of thousands or millions of you know gallons or bottles whatever you whatever you're gonna you know uh, qualify your your production as so there's a, there's two types of craft there's there's craft meaning it's me I'm a I'm a little crafty guy in my basement or you know with a small operation or I'm craft meaning that I'm creating craft products that aren't mass production like we're still taking qual- care to every ingredient to every process through every employee that touches that product, everything is done in a way that's done in craft. It's just, but now, but we're making it every day, and that's what you guys are. You're a, you're a fairly large operation that still produces sodas with high quality ingredients, a lot of a lot of uh, quality control along the way, and it's not just push a button, walk away, come back five hours later, and there's a couple hundred thousand cases of soda sitting around the factory. It's an it's an all hands on eyes on process. So this, so basically, that's what this is saying is, you guys are now. We still got the craft product that's amazing, that tastes something as good that's like homemade. But you guys can now play with the big boys in a sense because of this certification. Did I get yeah. that right? I know that was a roundabout way of saying. No, that. absolutely, you hit it on the head, man. That's that's exactly where we're at. You know, a lot a lot of the the standards that ABC had, 
even before I got here. You know, they, they absolutely knew what they were doing. The quality um, and the production, it was on point. But now what this SQF certification helps us with is it just, it's official. It's legit. Um, everything we were doing, it's just documenting mm -hmm. is really what it is. And yeah. it's an accountability process from the bottom up, you know, from holding our uh, suppliers and vendors accountable to making sure we're getting the highest quality uh, ingredients that we can put into the to the root beer, uh, the white birch ginger diet. So it's it's um, it's 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 it puts consumers uh, at ease knowing that when they pick up a bottle of ABC root beer, uh, that it's not only is it fantastic tasting, but it's safe. Um, there's every every employee who's touched that is. Uh, you know, a part of the, the policies, the uh, the cleanliness of the facility, right. you know, everything that needs to get done. So, so you guys are you guys are inspected, and there's the scrutiny that goes into this. You said four months; it must have been pretty. It's, I mean, it's yeah. like it's almost like, you know, I want to say there were things that needed to change, but like it almost takes like a, uh, it it takes guts to enter into that process. You know, right? Yeah. Because you're you're putting yourself out there. It's almost like, you know. It's almost like going to work naked. Yeah, and, and, and like you said, it's it's total transparency. Everything is open. Um, we, we look forward to having uh, an inspector come in because everything that we do from day-to-day, -day, our day-to-day -day operations, um, it's it's what we've always done. So it's mm -hmm. it's easy. Um, you know, when I say it was a four months to, to get it up and running, it's that was actually mostly all of the policies and the paperwork. Paperwork, but yeah, like of I course. Said, the processes, the, the team members, um, our plan engineer, the production staff, they had already been familiar with the processes, and it, that that made it that made our job a lot easier. Um, but it's it like I said, total transparency. We look forward to having the uh, SVF uh, auditor come by. Um, they will. Uh, perform unannounced visits. To, it just keeps everyone honest. You know, you can clean the place up one day and then go back to whatever. But you know, that's that's not how we operate. We we anticipate. We look forward to having that guy come in that, right. uh, to check it out. So that's awesome, man. Well, congratulations, because it's, it's just another feather in the cap. And uh, so I will again, even though this is for craft soda, I will I will raise a craft beer and I will say to you, cheers and congratulations. Cheers. Thank you. And it looks like your glass is getting a little empty. So if you need another one, I know we're going to go for a few more minutes here. Uh, so that's I'm sorry. I got to pace, pace myself. Well, here we go. So let's get to know you a little bit about. Yeah. I'll tell you. You know, my favorite, one of my favorite foods. Uh, the uh, I loved the Bay and Beer Pizza. Always, uh, always one of my favorites. I love. The nutty fruity salad. I oh, love uh, rockfish tacos, mountain nachos. Yep. I mean, I could go on. I, I just, I even love the onion rings. But what, I mean, what are what are some of your? That's sort of like my go-to's. What what what's your go-to ABC food? So my go-to is is absolutely the nutty fruity salad. It is unbelievable. <sighs> yes. It is, isn't it? Describe it. The same thing. Nutty fruity with double chicken. That's that's where you'll find me. Double chicken. There you go. All right, describe it. Why, why the nutty? Because I can tell you what I. I mean, it's is it the balsamic? Do you get the balsamic? Absolutely, the balsamic. Okay. All right. So we're talking. Uh, <laughs> this is great. Two guys talking about salad. It's a new podcast. Yeah. How about a burger? Yeah. The burgers are fantastic. I do eat those. Those are awesome. You can't go wrong with the the, the Dude, burgers. I don't even want it. I love uh, like 
I'm, here I am in a household where my wife is like, you know, I don't know that my kids have really eaten too much red meat in my life and their lives. It's like, it's one of those things like, I mean, I shoot deer and everything and I eat them, but like, we don't, I don't really share, I, I'm pretty much eating that stuff by myself. My daughter will, who loves like a fast food burger, but like, that's not. I'm at, at ABC, I'm, I'm two things. I'm either straight up with like the beef or I will tell you that because I don't ever get it, uh, I, I love the black bean burger like you wouldn't believe. I love the black bean burger at ABC. I think I've mentioned that before. There's, I guess there's no shame in that. No, absolutely not. It's a great <laughs> alternative. No, that's, it's a fantastic burger. It's, they're it's handmade, the, my God. I love it. I just, mm, so good. You're still, yeah, you're still getting your protein. You're good, man. All right, so you're like you're healthy, so nutty, fruity, yeah. probably light on the basalmic, cause it's, uh, but also um, you're getting double chicken on there, so you're going for the protein. What I mean, what else What else can you eat? What else, do you, uh, what else are you into there? Oh man, we don't want to bore the people, but it's just chicken, brown rice, a lot of veggies. Oh my um, god! Red meat. I love you know. I love steaks. Uh, I should be eating fish, but I actually don't. I can't eat seafood or fish only because of the smell. Okay. Yeah, some people are just like that. Yeah. See, I I'm I love like shrimp, shellfish. Yeah. You bring me one quality item, something that I was really looking forward to eating, and I can sort of settle into it. I'll make up the void in the stomach with a couple of beers or something along the way. So I don't need yeah. to oh, – but but I love – I do love fish, and uh, and fish fry Fridays are cool, but I've always been like a single-serving guy, so I didn't even need – don't need the all-you-can-eat. I appreciate those who do. I appreciate the guy who sits there from about you know noon to about 4 p.m., you know, just asking for another piece of fish. That guy right there is the one who uh, – you know. Hats off to him. Hats yeah. off. <laughs> Hats off and watch out when he's headed to the restroom. Anyway, uh, all right. Let's talk beer. What's your beer? What's yeah. your beer of choice? I see. You know, I know you got the sweat. Are you drink? What do you have? This the sweater? Is that what you're drinking? Sweater. Right now? Yeah. You know, I, I, I it's Argyle sweater. One hundred percent. I absolutely love it. I mean, all of the other beers are fantastic, but the Argyle sweater is just. It's, it's so refreshing, you know, especially once we get into the summertime, sitting by the pool. I mean, what else? I mean, what? there's not much better you can have right there. Well, I agree with you. I agree with you on that because the sweater, Argyle sweater, IPA, great beer. I have my – this the house beer at the Parker household is Water Gap Wheat. Yeah, I think I remember loading up about 10 or 12 cases in your car. No, so. I, I, yep, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so the, fall, the funny story about this is that – so it's like uh, – I'm drinking. We're, we're, when I when I make those type of purchases, it's because it's for two people. It's it's not only one of my favorite beers ever. It's a go to. Like if I I don't care if I walk into any bar in America, which and I have walked into bars across the area, and they have Water Gap weed in the fridge or in the uh, you know on tap. I order it just because I want to support the beer. It's because it's such a great wheat beer. And I have friends who come over, and it seems as if. Water Gap Weed is the one that ends up, you know, you ever have a party where you didn't even realize it and then you look over, people say, where do you, where should I put the bottles? And I just say, oh, just put them on the counter, I'll get to that. Well, you look over and there's about two cases of beer bottles on the counter. It's an easy drinking beer and it is, it's just, it's, it's my house beer. It's my go-to and uh, I, I will never stop. So, so again, for the third, this may be a record, a podcast record, but. Here we go. I'm a, I am going to finish mine off then. Excellent. All right, cheers. That's I mine's a full glass. Yours is, yours is empty.
So here's a funny story. Uh, let's talk about. I just want to. Are you a technology guy? Uh, I'd like to think so, but. All right. What's your what? What kind of phone you got? An iPhone. iPhone. What's the like? Is it like new? Is it a few? Oh, no, gosh, like oh. a seven plus or something. Okay. 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 So like you're not like on top of the latest technology constantly. No. no so they don't come like out. That. You're not. You don't come out with the iPhone. You know where? I don't even know what they're on right now. I, I really don't. Like, no. it's, are we at eleven or ten? Or yeah, I think we're past ten. I don't know. That's maybe. I think it's a twelve or something. That's got like sixteen cameras on the. You're literally. It's the size of a brick, and you look like Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell at this point. We're back to the big phone. You know what I mean? Like, but it's got nothing wrong with that. No, I don't know how they've uh, they've they've squeezed a lot into it, but no. So this is funny because uh, I'm. Uh, are you on Facebook? Yeah, All right, yeah. so I'm on Facebook too, but limited, limited. I, I do a lot of browsing. I don't do a lot of posting, but, I, but I've been on for years and years. And what I found, and you'll find as a parent, is you take a lot of pictures of your kids and your family because you, you share, that's what it, for me, that's what it's for. I want, yeah. And then every once in a while, every year, you get this memory. You know, They send you the memory. And the memory that I was sent, usually it's of like my kid or something. And uh, now, But the memory I got today... Five years ago today, as we sit here on May 13th, 2020, recording this. So, on May 13th, 2015, I was working for Appalachian Brewing Company as the marketing director, and we were doing a booze cruise on the Pride of the Susquehanna Riverboat. It was something that I had worked a deal where we had got we we gave them some beer and we went out and it was the best. We did we did we did a bunch of them. I had a phone that I had had at that point since 2011. And on the booze cruise, I dropped, it was nighttime, I dropped the phone, and, I, and it was the first time I think I'd ever dropped it, and it, and it, it clanked, and I, and I looked at it, and it had a big crack in it. I don't know if you've ever experienced that. Yes, unfortunately, yes. It's dreadful. It's terrible. So a phone, I hold on to phones like you wouldn't believe. That was my first ever smartphone. It was a Ga- Samsung Galaxy Note 2, and it was huge. It was massive. And uh, from that point, I had, to, I, got, I had to get a new phone. So the new phone I bought, literally, the next day was a, or close to it, was the Samsung Galaxy S6, which I hold in my hand. And five years ago to the day, I got this phone. I've had it for five years and the headphone jack stopped working yesterday, and I listened to a lot of podcasts, and uh, I decided I needed to order a new phone. So five, I had a phone exactly five years, and I broke it while drinking beer on an ABC cruise. So, so let's just say, I don't know if it's an omen or what, but... Uh, yeah, what are we saying? What are we getting at then? I, I got a new phone, it arrived today, and it's still not even, it's, a, it's I'm probably going to have it for another five, so... Yeah, that's impressive, man. I that's know. great. yeah. At this point now, I don't even have a case on my phone. It's just, I mean, what's what's the point? I, I try to invest in those life-proof cases, but even those don't even hold up. But I'm, I've dropped them, getting in and out of my truck, so I, I can't. Yeah. But no, nothing like truly devastating where I like remember it five years later. But <laughs> I've broken quite a few. Yeah. Well, thank thank you, Facebook, and I've <laughs> I've never had to visit that guy in the mall. Uh, yeah. You know that you pay him a, how much a hundred bucks or something they fix your screen for you. You, good for you, man. Five years. That's something to be proud of. Uh, absolutely. I have a BlackBerry that I've had that I got like uh, 
we bought blackberries, uh, my wife and I, so that we could type on them. They had little the raised buttons years ago, and That's but we bought them so we could take pictures and send them to each other. And I had I had a blackberry for at least four years before. I, it's crazy, dude. Four. Most people will have ten phone. Um, some people get a new phone every year. I get a, I get a new phone about every four to five years. I only do it just because if it works, I mean, I'm still going to use it. Exactly. It's going to break at some point. And I will hand this one down to my son, who's a nine-year-old who's excited to get a phone, his first phone. Uh -huh. so. Cool. All right, well, listen, it's been a lot of fun talking to you today. Uh, congratulations. We are with uh, Dave Tlaxcala. He is the brewery operations manager for Appalachian Brewing Company. Uh, Dave, send us off with some uh, some words here. I just tell me what tell me what you're on top of being an employee. You're a fan. What do you love about ABC? Your ABC family and and the, and the customers who enjoy the products that you pour your your life into every day. Oh, I mean that that's an easy one. I mean the ABC family, and and that's it. We're, we we treat each other like family. Everyone comes to work. They enjoy what they do. They uh, it, it's tough to find an industry where someone comes to work where they love it. Um, not because they have to, not because it's a paycheck, but it's because they enjoy what they're doing. Um, and the customers, you know, it's always great seeing the, the regulars at the bar. Um, love seeing them, miss seeing them, um, especially with what's going on. So hopefully we can get everyone back in uh, safely here soon. But um, but yeah, it's, it's I've, I've yet to work at a place where I truly enjoy coming to work every day. And this, this makes it easy, so. All right. Well, that's fantastic. Dave, it's been a pleasure hanging out with you today, sharing a couple of brews, sharing a couple of stories. Good luck with those kids. It only gets better. So Yeah, absolutely does. Enjoy. If there's nothing else that we got uh, you know, out of this uh, lump of crap that uh, we got served up with this, this virus going around, it's that we get some added family time and um, you know, some, hopefully those Facebook memories will be more significant five years from now than a broken phone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But also yeah. a distant memory. That would be great. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, that's going to do it. Uh, if you want to check out all things ABC, Appalachian Brewing Company, head to the website. It's abcbrew.com. And, of course, many of the you know the restaurants are, are open for um, you know, takeout. Look up, uh, call ahead, make sure that your local location is, is offering that service. Uh, you know, grab some food. If you're headed to uh, your local grocery store, um, any market, any uh, you know distributor that would be open at this time that's offering Appalachian Brewing Company products, you can continue to support the company that way. And uh, they're still offering the craft spirits for sale uh, directly over at the Mechanicsburg location on the Carlisle Pike. So for anyway, for Dave Talaxcala, the brewery operations manager at ABC, I'm Mike Parker, wishing you a good day and cheers. <laughs>